0: revival The show dedicated to stories told To the medium of sound Showcasing the diversity And vitality of modern audio theater Hear your news Reviews Discussion And of course Stories And I am your host Fred That great theme music Is from Roger Gregg Of Crazy Dog Audio Theater so our featured audio artist this week is Lance Roger Axe, the multi-talented dude out in beautiful Monterey Bay, California. He was the producing director of the piece we heard last week, The Field, as well as a piece we we're about to hear, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Chaz, a very fun short work of religious lampoonery. And uh, you get a chance to hear Lance act too. Um, again, he's a multi-talented actor, producer, writer. Uh, then we also are following that up with a discussion with Lance, talking about his projects, his work, um, going to the National Audio Theater festivals. Um, this interview was recorded live on the radio because you know sometimes it is just fun to have the mic running live and see if you can actually make a show happen unlike uh, the joy of post-production which you probably don't notice but goes into a lot of episodes of radio drama revival at least on the podcast so um enjoy now the piece matthew mark luke and chaz mm-hmm.
1: they say all the world's a stage here's one you can listen to welcome to the theater of the mind this is play it by ear Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Chaz by Robert Grady
2: A small room in Judea Who's there? Who do you think?
1: What's the password?
2: Matthew, let me in
1: Get in here We agreed there would be a password
2: Hey, John, I, uh, heard you want us to call you, uh, Chaz? Yeah, my man. Hey, Luke, baby. Good to see you. Uh, John, I mean Chaz. Your name is John, though. Was. Mark the spark in the dark, my main man. Was. I changed it. I went to the Roman magistrate and everything. Why? There's this guy, my next-door neighbor. He's writing a scroll about Mithras and then Mithras? That stupid Persian warrior god all the Roman soldiers are big into. Who? Mithras. The light, the lord of the middle zone between heaven and hell, he who wrestled with the bull of the world and something, something, blah, 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 blah. It's supposed to be a secret religion, but he gave me a rough draft. A rough draft of his secret boogity-boogity mystery religion scroll. It's Drek. The capper, his name is John. People on my block think I'm writing this junk. So to not be mixed up with that genius, I changed my name. Like, I don't get enough people coming up to me saying, Oh, you were a follower of Jesus? What's your name? John. Oh, baptize me! I'm not that guy. No, come on, honey, it's John the Baptist. Hey, baptize my kid. I'm not John the Baptist. Come on, man, don't be a dick. Baptize my kid. Great Cedar, a Lebanon, it pisses me off. But you do baptisms. That's not the point. Yes, I baptize people. Yes, my name was John. That doesn't make me John the Baptist. How am I supposed to remember whether Jesus drove the money changers from the temple? But Chaz? Exactly. A John can be anybody. Shepherds, fig dealers, goat merchants, but Chaz. How many people you know named Chaz? (laughs) One, right? So I figure that's a name people can't forget. Hey, Mr. So-and-so, let me tell you about the good news of Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of God. By the way, the name's Chaz. Chaz, you say? Yes, jazz. What a strange name. Don't you mean, bold? Come to think of it, yes, bold. What was it you were saying about this Jesus? Bingo, bango, one for the good guys. <laughs> you gotta have a hook here, people. Look, I love Jesus, you love Jesus. Heck, I saw him risen from the dead. I saw the Holy Spirit dance his tongues of fire, but you gotta get him with a little razzle-dazzle. Okay, okay. Let's get to why we're here. Everyone brought their scrolls? Yes.
1: You know it, Papa. All right. I've got about 15 chapters of the story to add to our gospel. Great. Got about 10 more chapters that I'm still doing the follow-up interviews for. It's all about the three L's with those follow-ups. Lepers, lunatics, and Lazarus. Don't forget M&M. Mary Magdalene? How is Mary, Mark?
3: Uh, She's great, really. Just great. I, I have a question. Matthew, you were there. How many loaves and how many fishes were there, really?
1: That's a good question. With all
3: the people I've interviewed, lots of people, nobody remembers it the same way. I honestly don't remember. That's a good question. John, I mean, Chaz, you were there.
2: I gotta tell you, I hate, I mean, hate fish. So I don't know how many fish there were. <laughs> Too many, brother. <laughs> There's a lot of bread, I gotta tell you. Most of it eaten by me. A whole lot of bread.
3: Because I have gotten numbers ranging from 150 to 5,000. It's staggering. A
1: miracle is a miracle is a miracle. Let's not get crazy here. I-, I think Jesus would forgive us if we fudged that little teeny thing. Jesus pretty much forgave everybody for anything. Yeah.
3: Jesus was so great. The best. King of kings. Could you ask for a better savior? You could ask for one, but you wouldn't get it.
1: Oh, yeah. There was only one Jesus. So, Mark, what you got?
3: I've been a bit of a bum since the last time we met. I've only added three more chapters. It is so hard to try to get any info from the Pharisees. It is
1: like pulling teeth. Hey, three chapters. You're no Luke, but
2: just kidding. Uh, Chaz, what have you got for us? Oh, man, Uh, see, I've been super busy with talking to people in the street about Jesus. You don't have anything? Not as such, no. I got a lot up here. I'm writing in my head tons. This is the third time you haven't done anything. Hey, do you know how long it takes to get a meeting with a Roman magistrate's secretary? John. Let alone how long it takes to get a hearing before the actual magistrate? Are you in trouble, Chaz? No! Took me weeks to get a meeting to get my name changed. You didn't write down any of the Chronicle of Jesus between the last
1: time we met and today so that you could petition a Roman magistrate to change your name?
2: Yep. To Chaz? And my old lady's been all over me to sweep out the goat stalls that are no good Sister Ruth's place.
1: Instead of writing the story of our Lord, you changed your name to Chaz.
2: The battle to get people to hear the good news of Jesus happens in the street, man. Every day I am out there because that is where the people are. That is where the battle is. John. Changing my name to Chaz gives me an edge, a hook, a way in. John. That's Chaz. Chaz.
1: Can I speak to you outside for a moment?
4: Whatever, Mom.
3: So, how's Paul? He's good. Good. He's been writing? Yes. So he's good? Very. Tired. Always has been. Tired. Yeah. Busy. Good. Good. So... Yeah? Paul have anything he wants to say to me? No. Really?
1: Hmm. No. Nothing.
3: Really? He didn't tell you anything to tell me? He told me to tell you. Yes? Paul told me to tell you that he is not talking to you. He's such a baby. What's wrong? Nothing. Paul is being a big baby. What's the deal? I told Bartholomew some of the stuff that Paul was saying behind his back, and now Paul is pouting.
1: That's not how Paul sees it. Guys!
3: Well, maybe if Paul was mature enough to answer the letters I sent to him, this would have ended a long time ago.
1: You know he's been busy writing to the Galatians. One more letter would kill him? Okay!
2: Uh, John, uh, Chaz and I have cleared things up. He is going to promise... I promise... Chaz tells me he will give us... No less than 18 chapters, I promise. What? I'll do it. Hey, I I believe you. Okay? So that's it.
1: What about you? What? What do you have? Yeah, Matthew. The only new thing I've worked up, it's the young rich man who came unto Jesus saying, I I follow all the commandments, I'm good. What do I lack? (laughs) That guy. What guy? Just listen. Jesus said, If you wish to be perfect... Go and sell your possessions and give them to the poor, and you will have a treasure in heaven. Then follow me. He wasn't ready to give up the money. Jesus then said, Truly, I say unto you, it is difficult for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. Again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Wow. Not much, but pretty good. He was so great. Well, yes
3: and no. What? Well, it is a great story. Don't get me wrong. I. What is it? Nothing. What is it? It just seems like overkill. What? The camel passing through the eye of the needle. How's that overkill? Well, a camel is pretty big. So? Well, a rich man can't make it through the eye of a needle either. So? So it just seems... That's the story. Eye of a needle, camel, rich man. It just seems like overkill. Why not say, for instance, a rich man will easier pass through the eye of a needle than enter the kingdom of God?
2: Well, that's not how it happened. A camel? Yes. A camel is what he said? It is. Is it? Yes. Is it? Yes, as a matter of fact, Chaz, it is. Really? I was there and I don't remember this story. You weren't there 24 hours a day, Chaz. You did leave the room from time to time. Well, I obviously was not in the room for that one. Guys, guys,
1: you're missing the point. Uh, Luke, this is original apostle talk here, so just give us a sec. Guys, a camel is bigger. What? A camel is bigger Then what? A rich man. Get it? A camel is bigger than a rich man. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God.
3: Get it? So if you are rich, you really, really can't get into heaven. Overkill. What? A man can't go through a needle's eye. A fig can't go through a needle. Uh A... A table can't go through a needle, an egg can't go through a needle, a brick can't go through a needle, pretty much everything but thread cannot go through the eye of a needle.
1: You're missing the point. It is a metaphor used to give an example, to, to, to point out... A cat, a
3: dog, donkey, frog, monkey, oxen, none of them... It is a metaphor. ...can go... Metaphor. ...through
1: the eye... Metaphor! ...of
3: a needle!
2: Sand. What? Sand. What? Sand can. What? A grain of sand can pass through the eye of a needle.
3: Go over there. Matthew, I am only saying... No, no, no,
1: no, no. Th- this is why we do this. Huh? We have come together to give a uniform, rational description of the teachings of the Savior of all mankind. So you, Mark, who-, who wasn't there when it happened, and you, Luke, who wasn't there when it happened, are doubting the only first-person account of the life and teachings of Jesus that we have. Which would be me? We could turn to Chaz, but he doesn't seem to remember anything. Nothing he can write down, anyway. We aren't doubting you. Who are you doubting? Jesus? Oh, no, no, no. We don't doubt. Jesus? You, You don't doubt Jesus? No, we just thought. What did you think? Maybe you sort of... Sort of what? Maybe misremembered. Misremembered? That's not a word. Forgot. Maybe you're right. Uh, Matthew, don't... No, 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 I just can't seem to remember. How did that go? Was it... Is it easier for a man to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich camel to enter into the kingdom of God? Matthew... No, no, wait. Is it easier for a camel's eye to go through the eye of a needle than... Matthew... A needle to pass through the eye
2: of a man? Stop it. A kingdom of needles to pass through the eye of a needle. A man to pass through a camel. Shut up, John, just shut up. Up. Man, I'm out of here. I don't need you tools to write a gospel. Go ahead. The gospel
1: according to jazz, right? See you in 300 years when you write down anything. Whatever.
2: A camel? We said there would be a password. He is risen. There's your stupid password. He is risen. Happy? Yeah. Everybody
1: just write your own. <laughs> what a great idea. And now we can make it so no one can understand any of it. I'm leaving. Man.
3: Well, I gotta head out. All right. Don't forget your scroll. Thanks. Tell Paul I want that fig jar I lent him. It was my grandma's and all, and... Uh, on second thought, never mind. Okay. Luke? Yes? Tell Paul I said hi. Okay. See ya. Yeah. (sighs) Jesus.
1: Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Chaz, written and directed by Robert Grady, featured Chip Gudger, Lance Roger-Axt, Matt Mullen, and Robert Grady. The sound engineer was David Shin, with live sound effects by Sue Zizza. Play It By Year's producing director is Lance Roger Axt. For Play It By Ear, I'm Rebecca Poole. This has been a presentation of Play It By Ear Productions.
0: And that was Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Chaz, a piece of religious mishistory by Play It By Ear Productions. Next up is the producing director of that piece, Lance Axt. Uh, this was from a live radio interview recorded earlier here this week on Radio Drum Revival, where it originates in Portland, Maine, on a beautiful June afternoon. Hope you enjoy. And that uh, guy is Lance Roger Axe, the uh, producing director of the not-profit audio theater company, Play It By Ear Productions, um, did these great one acts as part of that. Um, is up to a lot of other fun stuff, including involvement with the National Audio Theater Festivals and a new venture called Audio Comics. Um, and you are out in sunny California. Is it sunny this afternoon?
4: I am out in sunny California. It's 10.07 my time. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. The dogs are barking. The deer are, are running about. Yes, it's a it's a nice day out here.
0: Cool. Well, I think we missed a, a small bit of. Um, did you say which uh, which uh, which of the gospel players you were in the play we're just hearing an excerpt from?
4: Yeah, that was Mark cool. that, I, that I played. Uh, the other players were um, uh, Chip Gudger, who was uh, doing Matthew. Uh, Luke was uh, Matt Mullen, and Bob Grady, who wrote and directed the piece, uh, took on the role of Chaz at the fun. last moment.
0: Very fun. So, and uh, so, it, 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 your credit here says that you're the uh, producing director, so you want to tell us a little bit more about what that means, what your role was with these pieces?
4: Well, essentially, for my job the producing director is to put the whole show meal together. Um, that means finding the funding, finding the actors, or working, I shouldn't say finding the actors, but working with the director and the uh, playwright to find the actors to set up the studio time to really just be the person who's going to put the whole jigsaw puzzle together. And, uh, that, and then once you get started with that, you stay out of the picture and let the playwright or the director and the actors do their thing and just you know be on the periphery making sure everything is running smoothly. Uh in the future I'm going to be directing a few more pieces and I'm going to be writing pieces as well. So my uh hats are going to be changing. I sh- I should say I'm going to be wearing more hats than uh, I usually wore. But um before it was just one hat and that was just to, like I said to make sure everything is together and running on a very smooth pace. Cool, huh? And uh the piece that you just heard Or or that you folks heard a little bit of is uh, one of three pieces that I did in 2003 in New York under the guidance of David Shin and his uh, lovely wife Suzita. And uh, I'm going to be doing another piece in September as part of the what I'm calling the We Have Ignition series. And then there will be two more pieces in the We Have Ignition series in 2010. And that's going to be it for this series, and then I start branching out into full-length pieces, and by full-length I mean an hour or two hours or longer, and primarily written by myself.
0: Cool. No. Um.
4: There you
0: go. Yeah. So that's great. And then we, um, of course, anyone who's been to Natif uh, well, actually, do let's do a quick word here. Um, if you did want to hear more of that, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Chaz. Of course, you just heard a very uh, just a teaser ta- of it here on the show on the radio. But if you want to hear more, it'll be on the podcast radiodramarevival.com dot As well as last week we played a piece from the show, uh, The Field, which is an excellent thirty minute piece. This one's only twelve. Um. So oh, thank that, you. So that, that's the, that piece for for uh, radio listeners. And um, now Lance, you just mentioned uh, Suze's so This is name david shin's name now of course um anyone who's been to the national audio theater festivals recognizes that they're a big part of that um if you mm-hmm. haven't um you might not so are they uh, did they introduce you to audio drama or did you uh, connect with them through natif or or should i also phrase the question how did you get into this whole crazy mess
4: how did i get into this crazy art form um it came out of avoiding stagnation I think it's the best way to do it. I was an actor in New York. I was struggling like everybody else. And I just finally had enough of it. And I decided to get in control of the car, so to speak. The thing was, everybody in New York and his grandmother are doing theater productions in order to, usually to get agents um, to get bigger jobs. But it's just a, a real mess out there right now in terms of, Showcase productions and uh, come notice me. Come see my show. I had dinner with a casting agent one time, and she told me that she received something like twenty five invites to showcase productions in New York, and that was just in one week.
2: That'll keep her busy. So
4: yeah, so I figured there, I got to do something to stay artistically active, but that's not going to be it. And then I remembered radio drama. I actually um, got the whole thing rekindled when I read an article that was written by Dana Dyer Pearson. I think the year that she went, you met Joel Pearson,
0: right? Oh, yeah, certainly. They did the uh, French Quarter series.
4: That's right. Uh, His uh, wife wrote a little article about how she got involved, and part of it was through going to the National Audio Theater Festival and working with people like Sue and David and Charlie Potter. And I realized that's what I need to do. I was uh, a devout fan of radio dramas, golden age of radio, when I was seven and eight years old, my parents loved it because, you know, I wasn't watching TV. (laughs) And when everybody else was listening to um, that particular time period, uh, Genesis or the Stray Cats or whatever, or the Eagles, my dad and I would go over to Tower Records, R.I.P., and, uh, you know, pick out old uh, vinyl albums with uh, Burns and Allen and Terry and the Pirates and all that good stuff on it. So getting back into radio drama was what I needed to get myself out of the slump that I was in. And it was also a chance for me to also create roles for myself, uh, create work for myself, create uh, playwriting opportunities, which I'm finally going to start doing uh, uh, next year. But uh, that's really how it all started. And through Dana, I met Sue, and uh, the three pieces that uh, I did in New York, they were all done at Sue Media. So I was working with Sue and David right off the bat. And then in 2005, uh, I moved out to California in 2003. 2005 was my first NATF, and I'm going back for uh, number four in just uh, two scant weeks.
0: Yeah, and, oh and that's going to that's yeah. be quite a thing. I know you've put a ton of effort in it this year. Um, at least, it, you know, if, if you look at the, the social media stuff, you're all over the place. So um, that that you want, you want to give the little plug for Nat if talk about what goes down there and, and what keeps you coming back each year?
4: What keeps me going back is the people... Um, The people are just some of the... I mean, I don't want to to go uh, hog-wild on this, but they're some of the best people that I've ever worked with. And uh, I I don't say that lightly. I came out of a situation in New York where I was dealing with some huge egos, where I was dealing with some really unprofessional people, and coming to West Plains, Missouri, (laughs) out of all the places in the world, the middle of frickin' nowhere... For one week, it becomes the epicenter of audio drama in the United States, and there is no egotism there. It's a group of people who are there to learn, and I'm talking about the teachers just as much as the participants, who are there to learn new technologies, learn new forms of of everything, just about everything there is about audio drama. Uh, Pro Tools, how to set up your own digital workstation, uh, classes in uh, audio acting, class, classes in do you need an agent? No, you don't need an agent. Maybe you do need an agent um, in terms of audio book material. Uh to work with Bill DeFries. I mean, that's how audio comics really got started, is my being in uh, yeah. the right place at the right time that particular year, 2005, my first NETF. Uh, the live show at the end of the week is an absolute blast, and it always goes smooth as all kind of, and, Again, the people, just make that happen. I've met some really amazing people there, and as a result of those meetings, I've now created more opportunities for myself than I did when I you know, first started this thing back in 2002.
0: Hey, how about that? That's a great testimonial. If people do want to learn more about uh, NATF, N-A-T-F, National Audio Theater Festivals, however you want to call it, it's natf.org. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'm hoping they'll still honor the early bird discount if they if they if people say that they were referred from Radio Drama Revival. I, I do hope um, you know if you're hearing this last minute, you can drive to West Plains, Missouri, or if you're here in Maine, you're like, you know what? Why not just try out West Plains, Missouri, for a week? It's a great it's a great experience. Um, from an amateur to a professional, you're going to have a great time. So yeah, um, again, that's our NATF plug for the afternoon. NATF.org. Um <laughs> Lance now it's fun that you mentioned Bill DeFrees cuz um you know I I've, I've had a chance to work with him as well um of course uh you know really you know we we it's funny cuz we went all the way to Nataf before I really connected with him even though he's only here in my backyard um, right. but it's you know it's a great t- opportunity cuz you meet people like Bill um, you meet people like Tom Lopez you meet you know, the, the the only names that there are in terms of audio drama at Natif and they're all super approachable, uh, fun, and, and interested in, you know, collaborating and, and, and teaching and learning. Um, you want to talk a bit more about that main connection? I also saw that audio comics um, Dan Bernard's involved. So uh, how, how did this whole thing get kicked off? You want to talk about being in the right place at the right time?
4: Yeah, well, being in the right place at the right time really worked in the case of meeting Bill, uh, because Bill has had experience in... What we're going to be doing when he was living in the UK, because for those of you folks out there who don't know who Bill DeVries is, you probably mentioned Bill a couple times on your show. I would assume uh, it's the voice of Bob the Builder. What a lot of people don't know is that when he was in England, he was the voice of Spider-Man for uh, a, a radio serial that was done by Dirk Mags, who is one of my God. idols. I mean, this is the guy. <laughs> yeah, this is the guy I aspire to be as a as a radio drama producer, as a director. <clears throat> He played Spider-Man. He was the voice of Judge Caligula and Judge Dredd, I'm thinking, and uh, also one of the uh, main character voices in uh, An American Werewolf in London. So he's got experience in working with Dirk, who is, I think, personally one of the kings of doing comic books on audio. And um, without going into great detail, he and I were going to get together and work on a uh, very famous comic book series, a very legendary comic book series, I should say, that was going to become a feature film, and that fell through. Thank God! I won't which, go into the Of which the names will not as be as named. Why. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Of which names will not be named. Yes, exactly.
4: Um, but at, when that fe- when that fell through again, thank goodness it did. Um, we, we dodged a huge bullet on that one. That's when something else happened, which is. Um, he and I had brought Dan into the picture, and Sue was part of it, and she's still going to be part of it at some point. And we had discussed with uh, some other folks about doing some other comic book adaptations. And the, the two that wound up working, first off, is Starstruck. And Starstruck was a comic book series in the 1980s by Elaine Lee and Michael Kaluta, which originally started off as an off-off-Broadway comedy back in 1983, And I had an idea about not only doing the um, the off-off-Broadway comedy as an audio piece, because this is one of the few plays that actually translates well as an audio theater piece, but also continuing the series beyond that, not to mention they did a Starstruck spinoff called The Galactic Girl Guide, Um, only two episodes of which appeared in the uh, back of the Rocketeer Adventure magazine through Dark Horse many, many moons ago. But... um, we are working with them about, uh, regarding doing uh, the Starstruck piece. We're actually going to do that out here first, out here being Monterey, or more specifically Big Sur. We're going to do a special audio theater-style reading of Starstruck to get that started. And um, for those of you who are listening who may uh, want to come out to Big Sur in August, it's going to be for uh, Gene Colan who was the artist on uh, Batman, uh, uh, Tomb of Dracula, just one of the true legends and one of the nicest guys in the industry who had some major health issues back in 2007 and did not have a health insurance plan. So we are going to help out with his medical bills with the funds that come out of the special Starstruck reading. But also, we're going to record it just for Bill and Dan to hear because they're going to do a secondary performance of it. And we're talking about doing it live. We haven't firmed anything up yet, but we might do this as a live piece out in Maine, record that as a piece for CD, uh, for MP3, for all forms of uh, digital media that we can get our hands on, our grubby little hands on, I should say. And then hopefully work with Elaine, who is very interested in uh, continuing the project with uh, some new Starstruck pieces, as well as some uh, new Galactic Girl Guys pieces. And what's really funny about Starstruck is that that same month, uh, Starstruck, after something like 20 years, is... Not twenty years, maybe maybe fifteen years or so is reemerging out of the darkness as a uh, as a comic book series through uh, idw publishing and the first issue is going to happen that same month so it's this is one of those weird situations where the stars are actually aligning for everybody. Uh, the other thing that's happening is we're going to uh, be working with a uh, a new company. Well, they're not exactly a new company, but for some people, they might be new. They've been around for 10 years, and uh, they're just really now hitting their stride, a company out in San Diego. And uh, we're going to be developing... We were originally going to talk about doing 6 to 12 hours, but we've had some meetings with them, and they've given us, which, of course, I can't go into, some Mm -hmm. details about their future. And just from the great things that are happening on this front, it could be anywhere from 18 to 24 hours of material just from their titles nice. so that's quite exciting as well and we hope you get started on that as early as uh, 2010
0: cool well we, we got about five minutes left here lance so um you know the fun yeah. part about being on the air is we got to uh you know dance around and love to hear more about this um let's, let's um i i from what i remember you were going to do something fun at Natif, um a piece doing the edgar Allan poe work is that is that still going down
4: that's still going down. That's going to be the Workshop 101 piece. And Workshop 101 is for anybody who is brand new to the medium, who has never experienced audio drama, who never acted in an audio drama piece. What's going to happen is Butch D'Ambrosio, who has been there many, many times, and he is a uh, writer for Mad Magazine, speaking of comic books. Uh, he's a longtime writer, writer for Mad Magazine. He's going to handle the uh, Workshop 101 this year, and he will put you, if you're in the one, if you're in the 101 class, They'll put you through the paces of adapting an Edgar Allan Poe piece over the course of one week, from beginning to end, and at the very end you'll perform it at the live show, cool. which is extremely exciting. Uh, we also have a piece that's going up called Over There, which was created by Eric Summers, and uh, that is a piece uh, uh, in regards to the Telling Your Story project, which is an ongoing thing that we'll be doing at the NETF for the next or three years, and uh, this one is about uh, the experiences of veterans from various wars. The final piece is by uh, one Mr. Dwight Frizzell, who is a former protege of the great son Ra, and he's been there quite a few times, and he's presented some really amazing oral pieces. This time around, he's doing his first ever opera, which is called Darwin, about the life of Charles Darwin. And uh, that's going to be our, that's going to be the um, show this year. Cool. So, that, that's yeah.
0: What a good, great lineup there. Um, well worth the trip out to West Plains, Missouri, if you can make it. It is. It um, is. Cool, quick word on you. Um, Lance, people can find you at audiocomics.wordpress.com. Mentioned NATF already, NATF.org. You're also all over the the social networks. you got about uh, three, four minutes. You want to talk about um, how you've started to use it? You know, you're on LinkedIn all the time now. We see Facebook. Um, I I even think National Audio Theatre Festival is going to be on Twitter. You want to talk about how that's kind of changed the framework of how you get the word out about the festival? (coughs)
4: Well, the fact is, it's just gotten the word out about uh, the NETF period, not so much about uh, the workshop, but the the fact that this thing exists, (laughs) that's that's the amazing thing. I'm just amazed that it it hadn't been done before, but I figured, look, with so many people on Facebook now, with so many people on LinkedIn, Tony Brewer was telling me about, um, uh, I think it was a poetry reading that he was doing, and he put out uh, an events page on Facebook, bam, he had as many as 40 or 50 people coming the following week uh there's just that many people who are looking for different interests, who are looking for things to do and I figured, look, let's start with something on Facebook, then we went on to LinkedIn, uh, then we went into Twitter. I've never been one personally for social networking sites, but the fact of the matter is the more heat that you can generate through these things, the more interest it's gonna create because those people are going to tell their friends and those people tell their friends and so on and so on and so on. So um That's what we've done uh, in in regards to the NETF, and I think it's been successful for the most part. We did have a late start this year, but uh, we're hoping that we can use that to uh, a greater advantage with uh, 2010 and with some of the exciting things that we have uh, planned or that are in discussion for even 2011. Uh, One other quick plug that I want to bring up, and because you're involved in this one, and that is in two weeks I head out to, uh, actually less than two weeks, I head out to New Mexico, to produce a uh, play for um, uh, Play It By Ear uh, in conjunction with uh, Camino Real Productions at uh, the Filling Station, which is an art space in Albuquerque run by two very old friends of mine, uh, David Sinkus and uh, the lovely Beth Bailey. And uh, the show is going to be called You Have Five Minutes, which is a series of five-minute radio plays that will be performing live uh, with a company of actors, a la NETF, audio theater workshop style. And hey, folks, one of the plays that we're doing is by some guy named Fred Greenhall. Oh,
0: yeah, how about that? <laughs> you, you, what you, a shocker. You've, <laughs> you've, bro- you've, you've actually now broken the news, Lance, so um, thank yes, you. Yes, indeed. Uh, it'll go up on the blog now that the now that the word's out. Yes, um, going to be in that. I uh, can't wait to hear it, and um, I'm hoping you're going to be able to put that on the web or send a copy or, or somehow um, let us uh, get the Radio Drum Revival listeners to be able to hear um, how that goes.
4: Oh, everybody's going to hear it. Uh, KUNM is going to get the uh, exclusive rights to do the first broadcast, but after that, it's going out all over the place. Very cool. Uh,
0: well, awesome, yeah. Lance. Um, you know, do do keep in touch. I'm hoping that maybe we can get some uh, field correspondence from Native. Um, that's about, It'll be the show in about two weeks. Uh, we'll see if that's That's possible. right. I'm going to
4: be your man. I'm going to be your man in Istanbul. I'm going to be uh, <laughs> uh, uh, providing regular updates on Twitter, and I'll be providing you regular updates for your listeners. Cool. So uh, to everybody out there, uh, keep your ear tuned to... Uh, to, um, to radio drama revival, and there will be uh, lots of good stuff to come.
0: Cool, awesome. Well, Lance, have a beautiful day, uh, wonderful day out in beautiful California, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you more soon. Thank you much. Absolutely. Take care. Bye bye. And that was Lance Roger Axt. Um, plenty of websites there, and more will be in the show notes at Radio Drama Revival. Dot com. Of course, you want to go to radiodramarevival.com for a lot of reasons. Check out the blog, podcast, uh, Malia series by Chris Duker. Excellent content all there at radiodramarevival.com. Please join the conversation. Leave a comment or two. Go purchase an Audible subscription to, uh, free, to uh, the monthly audiobook service, and you will help the show by doing so. Or you can click on my Google Ads if you really like me. You can also find the show on iTunes. Search for Radio Drama revival. And that wraps it up for this week. Until next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week.